Annie, I want to have our baby back home on Naboo. We can go to the lake country where no one will know, where we can be safe. I can go early and fix up the baby's room. I know the perfect spot, right by the gardens. Welcome to the Wampa's Lair Podcast. Deep in the bowels of the frozen ice caverns of Hawk, our hosts, Carl LeClaire, Jason Hunt, and Katie Horn, discuss all things Star Wars. So join the conversation and hang out here in the Wampa's Lair. No, no, no! Alawa! everyone and welcome back to their exciting episode of the wampas lair podcast this is episode number 351 build a galaxy i'm as always one of your hosts jason hunt and with me the kazuru ziono and aunt z to my niku we've got carla claire and katie horn i'm aunt z <laughs> no <laughs> never i'll fight you carl sorry no I, sit down uh, sorry sit down. you're just gonna be bumbling around <laughs> no I want to oh, make everybody waffles and then yell at you and just be in charge. Like, ah, oh, come on. So, oh. so wait, would that make would that make Aunt Z Blowfish Four? Yeah. She gets to be like Alpha Blowfish. Like she is <laughs> Alpha Blowfish. She really blowfish is. Leader? Yes. Oh, Blowfish Leader. Oh. Ah. Oh, screw Alphabet Squadron books. I want I, I want Blowfish Squadron. <laughs> she's, like, oh, she's like she's the alpha and the z like like ah oh, she's a to z it makes sense in my head okay she's everything is what i'm trying to say she's everything yeah i love that zeta oh my gosh so we're we're all back together again like it should be yes together again <laughs> i that's the only part i know we're together <laughs> again <laughs> So, uh, as as we Jason and I hinted at last week's on um, last week's show, Katie had the uh, fortunate circumstance to go uh, see Galaxy's Edge la- a couple of weeks ago, and I can't wait to you know get your breakdown of it. And then that inspired us to say, "Hey, let's build a galaxy. If we could create our own Star Wars theme park, what would we include?" And uh, that's that's what we're going to be talking about in this episode is. Uh, Hearing a little bit about Galaxy's Edge from Katie and then talking a little bit about the sort of Star Wars theme park we might create ourselves if we were multimillionaires. Um, yeah, multi- <laughs> let's be real. Billionaires. Billionaires. Yeah, for real. Yeah. You have um, to be a multi-billionaire to make a theme park. Yeah. We, like, and it would just be in our backyard. You know, right? <laughs> we would hire everybody to do it just for us. You know? Exactly. No one else can visit. <laughs> I'm at the front of the line. Rather, I get there and you two are already in line. I'm like, ah, dang it. <laughs> Even when it's in my backyard, I can't be first in line. Ah. I am the theme park. <laughs> <laughs> well, before before we get into our theme park uh, conversation, we've, we've held off for a few weeks on some of our recent reviews on iTunes. So I just want to catch us up with a couple couple of uh, re- reviews back in August. 
And our first one comes from, I love this username, Plukun is Bay, which is <laughs> Accurate. amazing. Accurate. <laughs> and Plukun is Bay says, Katie's Darth Maul loves gives me life. So, ah! <laughs> so refreshing ah! to hear people say positive things about Attack of the Clones. Not only do the hosts speak with authority and insight on the subject matter, they speak with incredible sincerity and enthusiasm, something fandom oh. and our culture at large needs right now. Oh, oh wow. Plocoon, your bay. <laughs> Plocoon is bay is bay. <laughs> Plocoon is bay is bay. Yeah. Yes. Love you. That That's so a, sweet of you. Thank you. I was uh, that review. Brings warm feelings to my heart. I know. I just like melt onto the floor. Oh my god, <laughs> so sweet. And like, let's be real. Katie's Darth Maul love makes. I think Katie's definitely con- continued to give me further uh, courage in expressing my deep love of all things Han. Um, oh, good, good. Yeah, specifically Alden. Um, so, he's a good boy. He's, he's a good boy, he's Carl. The best boy. Yes. Um, best boy. He has that boy has my heart. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and we have one other review uh, that I want to read from this episode, and this comes from um, Bay M V. I could be spelling saying that wrong. B a y e m v. Bay M V. And they say, as a, th- as a psychotherapist by day, it's no small matter to me that this is easily the most emotionally intelligent Star Wars podcast. The addition of Katie, as we all know, was a brilliant move. Excellent work, y'all. Oh. <laughs> wow. Larians are just bays now. That's it. You're, just, <laughs> you're all just bays. I have never been called emotionally intelligent before. I will take that compliment. Thank you very much. <laughs> I think so. I, I want to say that they're just referring to Katie, but yeah, I'll take it too. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Oh, thank you. That's for the wonderful reviews. Thank you so much. Just, yes. I really, I feel so loved. Yes. Oh. So if, we it, really appreciate all those. We really do. And, you know, again, if, if you're kind of a newcomer to the show or even a latecomer and haven't had an opportunity to do that again, it, it, it just helps the show so much when you take, the time to, to write a review in the iTunes store. So if you haven't done it yet, uh, we really encourage you to do so. And obviously we will read it on the air. Um, even if it's really mean, but <laughs> we haven't had one of those in a while. So, <laughs> we haven't had one of those. I don't think we've had a mean review since Katie's joined the show. So that's clearly the, the remedy to mean, to mean listeners is bringing Katie on. Um, the, the last mean review was like a three star that told me I was doing it wrong when I oh, put, uh, you know, Admiral Thrawn below Newt Gunray. And As my favorite you villain. Newt Gunray is way better than Admiral Thrawn. I don't care what people say. <laughs> he is bad in and you should heart. feel bad. Oh. He is in my heart. I was yeah. just thinking, I'm your guys' Japor snippet. I'll oh. bring you good fortune. Yes. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh, that's so true, Katie. Um, <laughs> we'll bring you good fortune. Yeah. I don't oh. need this, but we don't need this to remember you by. Oh, we don't need these so reviews nice. to remember you, by Katie. <laughs> I'm feeling so loved. I've been back for like five minutes. And I feel so loved. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. So, um, we had a we have a poll that we we did at the end of our last episode and uh, got a lot of responses. Um, oh yeah. And uh, where we asked all of you, and and I get it. I I had a feeling that these would be a bit skewed because um, there's. 
you know, varying degrees of, of how people would react to this. But we asked all of you, what, what upcoming Star Wars project are you most excited for between The Mandalorian, Season 2 of Resistance, uh, Jedi Fallen Order, and The Rise of Skywalker? And uh, Jason, um, thank you for putting together the, the results because uh, uh, Facebook only allows you to put two things in a poll. So I had to just ask the question and then you had to collect all those. So sorry. Mm-hmm. But luckily, Twitter polls are easy. So mm-hmm. what did the Larians yeah. have to say? Oh, well, they said quite a bit. Um, on Twitter, we had just over 200 uh, responses to the poll. So thank you, everyone, who did that. Um, obviously, wow. we're not going to read all these. but um, And we got a, a significant amount of, of uh, comments in our, our Facebook poll, too. So it was no, uh, you know, no slouch in responses either way. Um, and, and we are just picking these four because these are the four that are going to be, you know, out and released by the end of this year. Um, I know some people uh, put in uh, responses for Kenobi and somebody even put in Clone Wars, uh, not counting those responses because those are stuff coming up uh, next year and beyond. So we're just sticking with the responses that included uh, the four mentioned Um, in last place with only four votes. um, We have resistance season two. Uh, That's in fourth place. Um, not too far ahead of that, in third place with seven votes, was uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Um, and then, of course, this is where things just, you know, explode out of the water. Uh, Mandalorian was in second place with 73 votes. And Ooh. The Rise of Skywalker, no surprise, first place with 152. <laughs> wow, yep, not surprised. Yeah, not, surprised not surprising. Um, yeah, it, it's... I kind of figured it would break out this way, but it was just nice to kind of have the the numbers to really see where that split lies. So, what about you guys? What are you most excited for? Raylo. <laughs> <laughs> Don't at me or do if you like Raylo. Go ahead. <laughs> so obviously, Resistance season two for Katie. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I'm definitely going with Mandalorian. Um, really? Is, is okay, it, yeah. Is it is like excited as I am for Rise of Skywalker? I think I'm more anxious about it than excited, and oh. that makes me more excited because I'm just excited for Mandalorian. I have no anxiety. Again, that, right? and I I know yeah. I've made these points several times, but like there's just there's just no stakes for me with these kind <laughs> of like non saga stories. Like that's what it was. That was true for rogue one and solo. It's true for these TV series. There's just really no stakes for, for me. I'm, I'm speaking personally here. Um, so, you know, I'm just excited for Mandalorian and if it flops, it'll be like, okay, whatever. Um, but I don't think that's going to happen. Whereas rise of Skywalker, I'm, I am excited, but I'm also really nervous. (laughs) So that's really valid, Carl. Like that's, that's that's the most valid thing I've heard all day. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, yeah. Sometimes that, yeah, that anxiety for, you know, Oh, I'm so excited for this thing, but I'm also really nervous and anxious for this thing. Like sometimes, yeah, that can that can put a damper on your excitement. I totally hear you. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, it's not to say that I'm not. I, that's definitely exactly for me. Exactly. Um, but uh, yeah. yeah, I you know, um, yeah, I just I, I'm really excited, but also really nervous. Whereas Mandalorian, I'm just excited. <laughs> so, um, but <laughs> what about you, you Jason? What, which one? Oh, what are you, Mark? Saying? Man, I, I mean, I I'm I've been back and forth 
between Rise of Skywalker and Mandalorian mm. um, ever since we got the Mandalorian trailer. I was it, it was Rise of Skywalker, but after we got the Mandalorian trailer, I've just been back and forth. Depending on my mood or whatever's been going on, I'm like I'm either more excited for Rise of Skywalker or Mandalorian. I think I'm probably a little bit more excited for Mandalorian right now because we're getting that first. Sure. Um, and then about the time that that launches is when Rise of Skywalker final marketing push will be in full swing. And I'll oh be like, God. oh, great. I get to watch Mandalorian and then get excited for Rise of Skywalker. So I think right now I'm more excited for Mandalorian simply because of its proximity to us um, in time. But like, oh, my gosh, give me episode nine Rise of Skywalker, please. I need to know how the story ends. Um, oh, my gosh. Oh. When I. When I think about the marketing push, I I can't breathe. I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't breathe. breathe. <laughs> the closer uh, I get to you, the worse it gets. <laughs> the worse it gets. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, triple. So that'll Friday give us. Is a, 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 is, it will be. Sorry, a, go ahead. Well, I'm just when this episode drops, it'll literally be a week from when this episode drops is Triple Force Friday. Oh God! How crazy Whoa. is that? Murder me! <laughs> I don't have so, money for that. Uh, uh, let me, me ask, neither. Do either of you plan to participate? Yes, I okay. do. I <laughs> mean, not not in any like sort of midnight run okay. scenario, but I'll probably go out the weekend, you know, and just poke around, see what's going on, because you know, I, well, it'll probably be like Sunday, um, because <laughs> my my work schedule keeps me like to you know chained. To yeah. the escape rooms Friday and Saturday. So, um, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna do it because you only get so many Force Fridays in your life, yeah. and I don't intend to miss a one. <laughs> <laughs> That's like asking me if I'm gonna do Christmas this year. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Actually, obviously, let's Katie. Let's let's stay even. Yeah. Let's up it one notch. Katie, are you gonna okay. do Halloween this year? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I already start, I started in June. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I remember when we were hanging out with you back in July, and you you were just like, yes. "It's pretty much Halloween month." And I was like, "It is." <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> is it really? Yes. Oh, it, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my gosh! I, when I was at Disneyland, a kid like straight up looked at me and said, "Why do you look like Wednesday?" I- Adams from the Adams family, and I was like, I'm pretty sure you mean Morticia, but it's because it makes me happy. Like, no, I literally, I mean, I, I literally said that. I just smiled at her and I said, it's because it makes me happy. And she was like, okay, Aww, <laughs> that's so sweet. I hope, that, I hope she takes that to heart. Yeah. Like, just do what makes you happy, fam. Like all of you, all of you, my fam, do what makes you happy. Yeah, You're not hurting anybody. That's awesome. Uh, I will add though to you know the the results of this poll. I did go and and put a you know some money down and pre-order the Jedi Fallen Order. So oh, nice, yeah. The, there's apparently going to be a GameStop uh, exclusive bundle that includes a an exclusive six-inch figure that they have not announced what it is yet. So, being the stupid nerdy collector I am, that's the one I went with. Nice. Um, you know so. I, I I just I will shout out shout out of appreciation and love to all of you who voted for Jedi Fallen Order in, in season two of Resistance, because yeah. let's be real, Mandalorian and Rise of Skywalker were obviously going to win that poll. Um, yes. So for those of you who are like just su- like sitting at home, super amped to see the return of Niku, like yes. you know, Godspeed to you. I love you. Right. Godspeed, <laughs> you know? Rebels. Yeah. Godspeed. <laughs> 
Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> and uh, you know what? I just let's be real. If we gotta get a Niku action figure, please, oh, for, please. The, for the love of all things Shmi, please give us a <laughs> Niku action <laughs> figure. <laughs> I just I need him. I need him so oh. bad. And like Yeah. Um but uh anyway. Even if it's only a five points of articulation figure, I'll probably still get it. <laughs> yeah. You know. That's how much I would like a Niku figure. I require yeah. a life size golden Niku statue. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's the only way I'll be satisfied. That's the only way. <laughs> life size golden Niku. <laughs> Oh, he's the best. I'm trying to imagine what pose that would be. I've got a couple in mind, and the one that's really coming to mind is sort of like, ah, with his hands up and screaming at something, <laughs> leaning back and away, like, ah, you know, so. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> I think that'll wrap up our poll results. Yep. And <laughs> uh, uh, we'll have a matchup for you at the end of the show. Yes. I got so distracted, you guys. I'm really sorry. Uh, this is the first time we've all sat down together in like, you know, a couple weeks. So, you know, there's yeah. been like one or two of us here for the last several weeks. So, uh, you know, forgive us if we go off on tangents. It's bound to happen. <laughs> um, well, so obviously what kind of inspired this episode, though, Katie, was your your trip out to Galaxy's Edge just was it last week? Not not this previous weekend, but the weekend before, right? Yes, I think that's how math works. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? I think. Yeah, just, yeah, right. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, give us like just kind of give us your general review. What did you think of it? What did you enjoy? What did you not enjoy? Um, you know, give us give us your thoughts. It was pretty cool. It, I mean, it's a Star Wars thing, so of course I'm going to be all like, "Oh, great!" <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. I do have some complaints, but let's start off with like, okay, I'm in Disneyland. I, I've done some Disneyland things. I've eaten some Disneyland snacks, and it's like, all right, I'm ready. Swiping the throw dust off of her shoulder. Yeah, yep. Just brush it <laughs> off. Yep, we good. I said hi to Mickey Mouse. Yep. You know, went up, I saw the castle, and now, and now I'm ready. Let's, uh, you know, deep breath. I'm going to go see a Star War. What's the first thing I see? It's Chewbacca. Oh, just, he's just walking around. He's just there. Like, you know, I'm walking in, and I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of waiting for the Star Wars stuff. to, You know, I'm like, uh, so you go in. There's three ways to enter Galaxy's Edge, and you can enter through one of two, two tunnels, or you can take this kind of winding path to get there. And my first time through, I took the winding path, and I'm waiting for Star Wars to happen. And then just <laughs> Chewbacca walks by. I'm just like, oh, hey, Chewie. There's <laughs> that. Like, okay. <laughs> it really does. It really does just kind of it, you. It it just oh, what's the word for it? Where you just it happens to you gradually. There's no like. Boom, you're in Star Wars, you know, mm. like one second you're in Disney and then boom, you in Star Wars. No, they very much ease you into it. It's and like a transition. It, yeah, you transition into it's Star a Wars. Live action wipe. Yeah, it's kind of cool <laughs> like that. I, I, it's interesting to me because it, I don't know, it's, it's different than what they do with Harry Potter because I went to Harry Potter Land, which is what Star Wars Land is trying to be because Harry Potter Land was so successful for Universal. And it's very, very good. I've been there and I very much enjoy Harry Potter Land. 
And when you walk into Harry Potter land, it it really is like going through platform nine and three quarters for people that have you know read the books or seen the movies where it's like you're in the normal world and then you cross that threshold and bam, you're in the wizarding world, magic everywhere. So much magic, you know, they, you know, so you, you walk through the gate and then, oh, and they hit you with the music right away. And you can see the, you know, the Hogwarts castle and just, you know, they, they hit you with that iconic music, you know, dun, 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 dun. Right. And it's so, it's such a shock to the system that I like, I cried because all of a sudden I was in Harry Potter and it was real and it was all around me with Star Wars. It was so gradual I, I, I did not have that big, oh my gosh, I'm in Star Wars and I started crying moment. I didn't have that happen, but it was it was kind of cool to just kind of be like, wait a second, I've wandered off the beaten path and oh, wha- oh whoa, oh hey, I'm in Star Wars and Chewbacca's just walking around. Okay, hey Chewie, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's a different approach. Yeah. It's like you took a wrong turn and ended up in Star Wars land. Yeah, exactly. They they do want you to feel like you are you are somewhere else. You're on a you know another planet. You know what I mean. They don't want you to feel like Disneyland is just fifty feet away. You know, right? They want you to feel cut off from everything else, and and in that way it succeeds. Yeah, I think you know for my money, I kind of preferred the Harry Potter one just because I had such a visceral reaction and just emotional and just started crying. <laughs> You know, Uh when I entered Harry Potter for the first time, but I do respect and understand what they're going for with Star Wars, where they want you to feel like, oh, I have left Disneyland and I am somewhere else completely. You know, I did try the I tried the other entrances later. uh, They were the you go through a tunnel and it's pretty much the same experience, except they hit you with the new John Williams music, which isn't anything we've heard from the movies. It's not recognizable Star Wars music. Um, It's just. I don't know how to describe it. It does kind of feel vaguely Star Wars-ish. I kind of feel like maybe if they had used music from the movie, maybe I would have felt that that same kind of Harry Potter, like, oh, hey, I recognize this, and I am moving into the movie. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Right. Yeah. But I don't know. I I don't know. Oh. Yeah. That was interesting, yeah. Was it this? Oh. This is that. This is the Galaxy's Edge suite that John Williams can uh, compose, which I really I did like. Not hear this. No. Really interesting. Yeah, yeah. So John Williams composed this. It's called the Galaxy's Edge Symphonic Suite. So, huh. yeah. Um, I remember That's when this first yeah. dropped. It dropped. Oh, I guess I can't. I guess I can't find the date, but sometime earlier this year. Um, I really liked it, but that's interesting that you didn't hear it. So. No, I don't think I heard this. Or if 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 this was the same song playing, it must have been like at a at a much different time because there was that like bombastic start. I did yeah. not hear as I walked into Galaxy's Edge. It was much softer. It was you know just kind of I don't know how to describe it. Okay, like just kind of like well, it is like it is like a full like five and a half six minute suite, right, Carl? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like five minutes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Then it must have been a very different part of the song because I I I didn't have that like you know. You know, the, the the Star Wars fanfare when you walk in and you're just like, boom, I'm in Star Wars. You know, right. it was way more gradual, a much softer piece of music that was playing as I walked through the tunnels. Yeah. Did they have like music playing when you were in there? And if so, was it more like, you know, source music? Because I, 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 I'm uh-huh. guessing it's not like Star Wars music playing. 
No, that was yeah, that was the thing. I noticed a, a distinct lack of of recognizable Star Wars music like in the park. Um, I, except for when I was in the cantina and when I was on the ride, you know, that used music. Oh, you know, of course, a Star Wars cantina is going to use music. But oh, yeah. like throughout the park, um, they are, you know, the land, they weren't really using music. Um, so let's see. Okay, so I'm in Star Wars land now, right? Uh, let's see. What was that like? That It was pretty cool. Um, the, the set pieces that they have around, they have like a lot of X-Wings. You know, you can't really go up and touch them, but you do feel really close to them because they're like, you know, the wings of the X-Wing are, you know, just above your head, mm. you know, like just out of reach. Oh, nice. You know, stuff like that. And, uh, you know, there's uh, there's ships parked on top of buildings and they, you know, they belch steam every now and again. It makes you feel like, you know, they're, they're actually alive, mm. you know, stuff like that. And, um, oh, and then, so you, you get to, you really do get to like explore the land. There's no like big signs posted all like, you know, oh, this ride is that way. You know, this thing's over here. You really do get to, you know, really discover it. And that's what I loved was that I, I didn't actually know any spoilers about this land uh, just because like, Every time I looked up information about Galaxy's Edge, it just made me sad because I was like, oh, I'm not going to get to be there until like six months after it opens. So <laughs> it just made me sad. So I stopped reading the news. And so getting to go into the land and experience it on my own without any spoilers was really rad. Um, so yeah, you get to like explore the marketplace and then, and then there's, you know, a whole eating area. And what was really cool about this eating area was that, um, they had this kind of like, I don't know, like this tableau set up of like food being cooked all around this giant, like roasting spit, but the <laughs> thing heating up the food, you know, the thing like belching, belching fire was this giant pod racer engine. You know, it was like somebody was like, oh, this pod just doesn't work anymore. It doesn't run. Eh, we'll use it to cook food. I was like, that is so <laughs> cool. <laughs> Such a good idea. I could see Gragra doing that from the Phantom Menace. You know, yes. She's, yes. She's the yeah. Gorg vendor. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Got one buck. Got seven whoopie whoopie. Come on, whoopie whoopie. Whoopie whoopie. Whoopie whoopie. Anyway. Uh, and, and, you know, and then of course there's, you know, half a dozen little shops and then there's the, the one ride that isn't open yet, the rise of the resistance ride. And then there's the millennium Falcon ride, which is open. And the millennium Falcon is just sitting out there for everybody to see. You can go up and look at it. You can touch it. If you are very, very tall, <laughs> if you're very, very tall and you have a real strong jump, you can touch the millennium Falcon, but otherwise it's, it's way too high. No, he didn't go for it. He Did was you? like, Did you? Yeah. Did you go for it? I tried. You Gosh, I it? tried. I was and I was not wearing the shoes for it. <laughs> <laughs> of course, like, I tried. Nate, uh, Nate, pick me up. I gotta touch the. Just, oh my gosh, please! Oh, I should have asked. I should have asked <laughs> him to pick me up. Oh. oh, and then there's like the blue milk stand, and I need I need answers about why the blue milk stand is in the first order segment of the of the land. You know. Mm. <laughs> Is it is it like who who decreed that? Was that 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 order come from the supreme leader? Was that Kylo Ren? Was he like I I need my blue milk? I need it. <laughs> Uncle, I mean, it, my highly possible. My hated Uncle Luke always drank it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, that was it. That's why he hated Luke so much. Luke never shared his blue milk. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now that he's supreme leader, he can drink all the blue milk he wants. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Oh man. Uh, and 
And so, yeah, that's all the stuff in there. Um, yeah, I can talk about my experiences a little bit. I should talk about Blue Milk. It is addictively good. Yeah? Blue Milk Yeah, blue milk is stupid good. I, I was mad by how good it was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm guessing it's not cheap. <laughs> it is not cheap. It is $8 a cup, and the cup is yay big. I know that that's, it's great for a podcast to be all like, it's this big. <laughs> <laughs> we can see it, but... <laughs> yeah, no. Not like, large. You know, you know them like... Dixie cups. Yeah. <laughs> is it is it is it an alcoholic drink or no? It's not. It's okay. not an alcoholic drink. Yeah, it's not an alcoholic. It, its primary ingredient is sugar. Like seriously, <laughs> if you look at the list right. of ingredients, oh. number one is sugar and number two is coconut milk. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. It's yeah. It it it's very very sweet, which is probably why I was just guzzling it down. <laughs> so the blue is like berry flavored and the green milk is melon flavored and I really liked the blue milk. I was all about it. Yeah. Awesome. It was delightful. And also if Aunt Beru had let Luke drink blue milk with every single meal, Luke Skywalker would have weighed three hundred pounds, is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like, man. I refuse to believe that's actually what blue milk tastes like because it was too good. It was delicious. I remember Mark Hamill saying that what they came up with was actually not great. Um, <laughs> like on set? Yeah, on, on set. set. It was not great at all. So I believe uh, it. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, did you get to do the Millennium Falcon ride? I did get to do the Millennium Falcon ride. It was really cool. I Okay, here's the thing. Please tell I, me Hondo lives up to the hype. He absolutely does. All right, let me talk about it. All right. Okay. okay. So I get real motion sick on rides, like real motion sick, you know, like, so, you know, those teacups that spin around, I can't mm. even spin my teacup or I'll get sick. <laughs> it's, no, gotcha. it's not good. I, I can handle star tours. The, the other, the first star Wars ride, you guys know the one. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the original OG star Wars ride. It, it, uh, it also uses video screens, video screens just mess me up. It just I'll get super motion sick with video screens. I can tolerate Star Tours because mostly I could just close my eyes and let myself be surrounded by Star Wars. Uh, well, and also because Star Tours is very passive. You just sit in your seat and right. let the ride happen. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the conceit of the Millennium Falcon ride is that you're actually going to fly the Millennium Falcon. It's basically just a huge video game. And so you have to actively participate in this game. I can't just like close my eyes and let Star Wars happen all around me. So, yeah, I got real motion sick on this ride, but we'll get there. Okay. (laughs) Knowing that I was probably going to get sick on this ride, I waited until 1130 at night to get in line for it. You know, yeah, park closes at midnight. You know, the line at that time of night, the line is like really dying down. You know, I did not wait more than like 20 minutes to get on this ride, you know? So that was really cool considering that most of the day it was like an hour. So yeah, 1130 at night, I'm getting in line for this ride and I'm like, I'm so hyped. Let's ride this Millennium Falcon. The queue, the indoor queue is really cool because uh, they, it makes you, you do feel like you're in a hangar from Star Wars. There's other ships to look at, Ooh. you know, and, and they're kind of malfunctioning. You know, you, I'm just looking at everything like, what a piece of junk. <laughs> <laughs> the more, like 0.5 past light speed. Um, <laughs> She's got to where it counts. Exactly. Or yeah. And just blow up on the starting track, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like arrows, power couplings. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry. You know, 
No, and there's like, you know, there's cargo bins that, you know, are overturned and they got stuff for you to look at, you know, and there's little Easter eggs. Oh, like somebody, you know, uh, had left out Sabak. Like they were all playing Sabak and they, you know, but they, I guess they had to run in the middle of their game because the game was half finished, you know, like it's just, you know, cute, fun stuff to look at. Um, and then you finally get up and you board the Millennium Falcon and you guys, I have been on the Millennium Falcon. I, up, I've Katie. lived it. <laughs> That's awesome. No, so jealous. No, I, yeah, no, it's really cool. Like it's straight out of the movie. And at that moment, I did feel like I was in Star Wars. I was like, mm. "This is real. It's really real." Oh, That's and awesome. also, the, the porgs left their nests everywhere. It's so cute. That's so adorable. <laughs> it's so cute. We didn't actually see any baby porgs, but you know, the nests were there, so it's close enough, right? It's for sure. There's evidence of porgs had been here. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, and there, and there's pork nests like all over that hangar bay too, because I guess the Millennium Falcon parked long enough that the porgs have started expanding. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So porgs, they're winged rabbits in Star Wars. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you. but before you get on the Millennium Falcon, you get to see this really cool Hondo animatronic who he he, he looks real. And he sounds like Hondo. Like, it's really cool. And he tells you all about, you know, this job that he's going to have you do. He's working with Chewbacca. You know, he pulls up Chewie on on this big video screen. And, you know, Chewie's like, yeah, you know, come on, do it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Chewie's on board. It's like, oh, man, am I, like, stealing? Did Hondo steal the Millennium Falcon? But it's like, no, Chewie's in cahoots. So it's all good. This is (laughs) Chewie proved that we're flying the Millennium Falcon. So (laughs) excellent. Good. Exactly. Yeah. No, the Honda, the Honda was really cool. Like he really does feel like, like they pulled him out of the cartoon, you know, mm. like well, that's did awesome. a good job with him. Yeah. Um, so then, yeah, you, uh, two, there's two pilots, uh, two gunners and two engineers. Um, I was like, this is probably my only time on this ride because it's going to make me sick. So I better be a pilot. And yeah, I got to be a pilot. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, nice. it was it was me and my beloved, me and Nate uh, piloting the Millennium Falcon, and it it was really cool. I the technology on this thing, you know, you the the cockpit opens up and it, and it really is just screens out there. Like I'm an adult, I can tell that it's a screen, but the way it the screen reacts to the pod, you know, the Millennium Falcon, and the way. I don't know. They they figured out the depth really well. Like I don't feel like I'm staring at a TV screen. It actually has depth, mm. and it actually responds to how I move the Millennium Falcon. That's you so know, cool. like the yeah, the technology is just incredible because you don't. Awesome. I'm aware that I'm on a video game, but it doesn't feel like it. Mm. You know, yeah. That's, that's fantastic. No, it's really cool, and probably the best part was just being like, punch it, and then we go, like, and you feel it. You feel it lurch forward. You know, you feel oh. everything, and you really do feel like you are in control of this ship. It is, it really was like magical. It was a dream come true to like, and they to live the, it. Yeah, they have the steering huh? yokes and everything. Did they have the what? The steering yokes, like the actual, oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Carl, Carl's uh, over here dying because yeah. he didn't get to pilot the Falcon. Gonna, you will someday. It'll be yeah. You will. You will. It'll Excuse be really cool. Excuse me. Get your presumptuous ass out of my seat. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, that'll be Carl every time he. Steps I know. Every on time I go to sit down, Falcon. somebody's gonna yell at me to get my ass out of their seat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. 
so yeah, being being in hyperspace was really cool. And then you like you fly around and you're actually like trying to steal cargo from other smugglers and stuff like that. And I don't know, you're dodging and weaving. It's it's a lot. A lot of stuff happens yeah. really fast. It's, oh. it's kind of crazy. And then three minutes later, Hondo's like, "Great job, you did it." And Chewie's like, "Great job, you did it." <laughs> I don't know oh, what I did, oh. <laughs> but we did it well apparently. Nice. And then. Yeah, and then I immediately stepped off that ride, and there was a trash can right there for my convenience, and it was a very oh, helpful trash can. I got up? to know that trash can. Did you throw what? up? Did you throw yeah. up? Yeah, it was oh, oh, no. bad. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm sorry for everybody listening who thinks this is super gross, but it's real, and you need to know. <laughs> okay. The thing about Disneyland is that every trash can is covered, you know? like mm. Yes. Yeah, they, you know, yeah, they want it to be clean. They want yeah, it to yeah, be a yeah. nice place. Every single trash can in Disneyland is covered. This trash can is not was not covered. <laughs> no, like that, that's what that trash can's for. You know what I mean? Yep. It, it is immediate. You step off the ride, and there's this trash can. Like that's that is what the trash can's for. Because they're like, this ride is going to make so many people so freaking sick. And yeah, it was. Yeah, I was one of them. Like, I can't handle screens. I can't handle too much being shaken around. It just, it knocks me out. And so, yeah, I made real good friends with that trash can. And then, like, and then I had to leave, basically, because, not even because the park was closing, but because, like, it just, it, I, I pretty much passed out. Like, you know, just, Ooh. yeah. Well, like, it's just, I don't know. It's just a problem that I have, you know, mm. with, like, motion sickness and nausea. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, if anybody if anybody here who listens, any Larians, bays, <laughs> you know, suffer from motion sickness, this ride will get you. Mm. It'll get you. Is it worth it? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Like, <laughs> you know, waiting until the end of the day. I, I, I'm glad I waited till the end of the day because if it had ruined, if I had done it first thing in the morning and it had ruined the rest of my day, like that wouldn't have been good. But right. Yeah. yeah. So so yeah, so this brings me actually to one of my complaints about the land. And actually Jenny Nicholson, who's a YouTuber, uh, she did she did a really good video um about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge where she articulated this really well. There is nowhere to sit in Galaxy's Edge. Hmm. Like oh, interesting. So yeah, if you want to sit down at Galaxy's Edge, you have to go into a restaurant, you know? Which is like that's what they want. That's what yeah. Disney wants. You know, they want you to be moving through the land constantly. They don't really want you sitting down and taking up space while other people are trying to come through and enjoy the land, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. um, and, and if you are sitting down, they, they want you to buy some food, you know? Like, so me being really sick coming off that ride and, and needing to sit and breathe, I could not do that. You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't. There was, there was just nowhere to sit. So I had to leave, mm. you know? Mm. Yeah. The rest of Disneyland doesn't really have that problem because, you know, there's benches. There, there's a lot of places in Disneyland to kind of sit and soak up the atmosphere. You know, that's one right. of the things I love about Disney. It's a very friendly, very welcoming place. But with Star Wars Land, I think because they knew, like, just how popular Star Wars is, you know, just how big a deal this thing was going to be, you know, they're like, no, you have to, you have to keep people moving, you know? So that was that was actually ended up being a huge problem for me just because like, you know, I was I was so sick and I could not sit down and collect myself. I had to I had to leave Star Wars. So, mm. yeah, it was a bummer. Huh. Yeah. That is very interesting. Mm -hmm. Maybe at some point down the road once things, you know, become more normal, mm -hmm. whatever that means, um they'll add some benches and stuff, but no, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I doubt it. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, know. see, like, I understand how, like, they want to keep it, like, they want you to feel like it's real Star Wars. You know what I mean? They're not just going to put a bench there that, you know, looks like a bus stop bench. But maybe okay. add some, like, cargo crates, cargo pallets. Sure, you know, yeah, ah, yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, just anything I can crash on. Gosh, goodness gracious me. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yep. I did go back. So that was my first night. My second night there, um, Nate and I got reservations at the cantina because that's the only way to get into a cantina is to make a reservation. So, yeah, we made a late night reservation and we went and we got drinks and it was good. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Let me tell you about these Star Wars drinks. <laughs> so they, they also they were like, let's make these drinks feel like they come out of Star Wars. You know, oh, they were they were also selling the blue milk in the bar, by the way, <laughs> just in case you're like, oh, I don't I don't really want to drink alcohol. I, w- I just want another blue milk. You can get something and still feel Star Warsy. Um, let's see. I got. Was it the fuzzy tauntaun? I think I got it. Came with this like foam on top that made my lips feel all tingly. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. I don't. That's yeah, interesting. it was it's it living was up to its name. Yeah, and there was this other one where uh, it was just a bunch of shots, but they were served inside ranker teeth, and so they brought they brought them out on like this pallet, you know, where the ranker teeth could could you know. Be, it's hard to explain. Like, so the palette had like little holes and they could just put the rancor teeth in there and then you're doing shots. It was really cute. <laughs> uh, and then, oh, above the bar, there was like this weird alien frog thing and it kept laying like eggs. And oh. every time somebody ordered this one drink, that name I can't remember, they would go over to it and, and pull a liver and it, and it looked like the eggs were falling into your glass. And But what was really in the glass was like boba, you know? Do you guys okay. have to drink like boba tea, you I, know? I don't drink it, but I know what it is. Yeah. Well, they it, it really did look like like the frog eggs were getting into your drink, but it really was it was just boba. So <laughs> that was really cute. I don't know that car, that cantina was dope. Like not just because of like hey alcohol, really expensive alcohol, but because like it it did feel like like a Moss Eisley kind of cantina. Mm-hmm. You know, it felt like a hive of scum and villainy, and it looked like. It looked like the one from the movie, which was really cool. And everybody at the bar, it felt like it really did feel like an actual bar. You know, that that particular vibe if you go into like a real bar. Uh-huh. I didn't I did not feel like I was at Disneyland. I was like, oh, I am surrounded by people 21 and over. <laughs> Delightful. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> gotcha. Um uh uh, what was I saying? I was saying, um, oh, the the bartenders were just wonderful. Uh, every every now and again, like something in the bar would like happen because again, they want you to feel like this place is alive and you're really in Star Wars. At one point, like the power went down and all the bartenders like started yelling at each other and they're all like, oh, let's get this thing back on. And they started like banging on a generator and then the power came back on and everybody was like, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> You know, it was, it was just so cute and so fun. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, that stuff is, like, staged. Right. But you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It was fun just to live in the fantasy of it, you know? That I'm in this, like, busted Star Wars cantina. <laughs> you know? And they can barely keep the lights on. You know? Stuff like that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And they had um, the, the old Star Tours droid before C-3PO took over. So, yeah, at Star Tours, C-3PO now drives your Star Tours, you know, vehicle. Yes. The um, original pilot, Rex, yeah, yes. he's a DJ now at the cantina, and so he was there playing music. And he was, oh, he was so cute. He was so good. Yeah, there wasn't really room to dance, but I danced anyway. 
(laughs) (laughs) It was just me, you know, so like DJ Rex is there. That's what they call him now. Now he's DJ Rex. And so it's just me, DJ Rex, you know, playing do, 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 do. And I'm there and I'm dancing. (laughs) Nobody else is dancing. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Nate's just sitting there back, sitting back laughing at you. Yeah, right. He's got his Bespin fizz or whatever it's called. I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. There were like little sabak tables. No one was playing. Or no, Jarek boards. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh, Jarek boards. There was Jarek boards. Yeah. That was cool. And you could actually play. Oh, if we had pieces, maybe. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, they had the boards, but like, you know, the hollow chest. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you couldn't actually play it? No, because I don't think that technology exists, Carl. I'm sorry. I don't mean to crush your dreams. (laughs) That's just lame, (laughs) man. Um, no. They could at least put like just physical pieces on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Come That's on, true. come on, Disney! You've got billions of dollars. Get it together. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna walk out the door, though. People are gonna take those home as the souvenir, and they're not gonna see them again. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's a That's... good point. That's a good oh point. yeah, that was the thing. So there was another restaurant uh, where so they used to have like special Star Wars utensils, like you know, like kind of crazy like sporks. I don't know if you guys saw them. Uh, people were posting them on social media. Yeah. So to make you, yeah. So kind of to make you feel like you were in star Wars, they weren't giving people like forks and spoons. They were giving them like special star Wars utensils, but people kept stealing them. And so now like two months after the, the land opens, you just get forks and spoons. Cause it's just, people just kept stealing them. Like, (laughs) come on, everybody, you know how to behave. This is why we can't have nice things. Apparently. Apparently, Jeez. right? Maybe they did have jarred pieces, but it's just like, nope, people stole them. <laughs> it's entirely possible. Entirely possible. So let's see. What uh, else is there? Um, do you have any more issues or complaints with the Star Wars land? Um, just, I don't know. I wish there had been more music. I wish there had been, you know, the characters walking around were fun, but... Um, they never stopped and talked to you know to me because that that's not what they're supposed to do. They're just kind of supposed to walk around and make you feel like you're in Star Wars, you know. Because if you visited Star Wars, Ray probably wouldn't stop and talk to you. She would just be walking around living her life, which was kind of cool because um, she would be able to like actually walk up to the X wing in a way that I couldn't, you know what I mean? Because she had like you know she mm. knew how to get back there, and then she would just start like fixing the X wing, you know. And and she wouldn't, like, it wasn't, like, a show or anything. It was just she was there living her life, repairing something. And I could observe her doing that. that you know, it was kind of cool. It was it was just kind of relaxed and fun, you know, to be mm. surrounded by stuff like that. You know, Chewie just walks by, and then he does the same thing. You know, he walks over to something. You know, he walks over to a pile of droids and starts, like, you know, shuffling them around. Like, what's Chewie doing? Doesn't matter. He's living his life. Leave him alone. <laughs> you know? <laughs> It was it was really good atmosphere. I just wish um, I, I wish there had been more. Like I want to see you know not just Ray and Chewie walking around and the occasional stormtrooper. I want to see like droids roaming around. I want to see I, I don't know. I wanted more movement out of the land. Um, yeah, droids roaming around, banthas or something. I don't know. So give me something crazy moving through the streets. <laughs> you know what I mean? Some weird alien and not just Chewbacca. You know, right. You know, aliens walking around i don't know just stuff like that i think would have been cool um i do feel like this is 
this land isn't done yet. I feel like once it is like done, it'll be something really cool and really special. Um, as it stands right now, like I'm glad I went. I'm glad I experienced it. Um, I, I just I think it's still waiting. Maybe episode nine, honestly, maybe episode nine will unlock this land because then they can open the second ride. I don't know. Yeah, we'll okay. see. We'll see. I yeah. feel. I feel like. I feel like it's getting there. It'll get there. Is what I feel like. Yeah. Um, I got some chance cubes. Nice. <laughs> I just, I just so happen to have a chance cube. Cube. Yeah. <laughs> you guys. Blue, it's the boy. Red, his mother. <laughs> They're so stupid, expensive. I almost didn't get them. I feel like I'm betraying the Phantom Menace by being all like, "Ah, oh, no, I wouldn't shell out the cash for the chance cubes." But you get four of them. They are no bigger than regular, you know, die that you would get, like, yeah. you know, out of Yahtzee. You want to know how much I paid for four chance cubes? Fifteen. Twelve dollars. No, by Price is Right rules, you both lose because you both went over. It, they were ten. They were ten dollars. Okay. That's still way too much. Yeah. That's not, like, that's not crazy outrageous. I was really worried you were going to say, like, 25. 25. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Right? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> They're so cute. I love them so much. I'm just... Okay. I, they do make me feel luckier. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. It was Qui-Gon Jinn's Force Ghost is just going to make sure I yeah. always roll well. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. Just have Liam Neeson over your shoulder every time you roll that thing. And oh, goodness. Good. Um, just wave his hand. Um, anyway. Yeah. Wow. That sounds like fun. And, 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 and you're right. You know, it, it's not done yet, obviously. We still have another ride, and I'm sure there's more stuff they want to implement. And if I remember correctly, it's supposed to, you know, kind of, you know, live and breathe and change yeah. once the, you know, nine is done. And it'll continue to evolve um, afterwards. So we'll see what, what all happens later. But, um, yeah, there's, there's probably some stuff, you know, with Rise of Skywalker, they're just waiting to spring on us. So, yeah. yeah, that's entirely true. Oh, Jason, you know what was there that you would have liked? Oh, there were two things that I was all like, ah, oh, Jason needs to see this. Wow. Ah. Okay. One, in, in one of the shops, you know, uh, so they have like a whole bunch of like junk and artifacts around. One of, of like the set pieces was, I swear, a golden Jar Jar. It was just like, it was just, yeah. I was, everybody was like, is that a Jar Jar? And I'm like, maybe it's just a Gungan. I don't know. But it was just, you know, it wasn't for purchase or anything. It was just there to, like, you know, make you feel like. You, <laughs> right? A golden like, Jar Jar. Golden Jar Jar. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. Strange, but I'll take it. What I'll was the other it. one? The other one was the, um, you know, that mural in Palpatine's office in the prequels? Yes. You know, yeah, like when Anakin figures out that he's the Sith Lord, it's in the background, yes. like that entire scene. They had that there. Again, it wasn't for purchase. It was just hanging in a shop. And I was like, how did this get here? Okay, because straight up, Batu, or, you know, this whole land is supposed to be canon compliant, right? You're not right. going to see anything in this land that you wouldn't see in a movie, you know? So how did it get here? I'm so confused. <laughs> What's the story? Who moved his like his mural? I, oh my gosh, it, it blew my mind. I was like, Jason, where's Jason? <laughs> I need to know these things. 
All right. Yeah. Wow. That's fantastic. See what, what other stuff they spring on us in the future. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to bring up about that, or do we want to move on to our theme park? Yeah, let's do it. We're gonna have to keep our thoughts very short. <laughs> um, oh, I'm sorry. No, it's oh, fine. No. Did it's I just, ramble a lot? I no, 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 no. It's, it's totally fine. Oh. You gave a good picture of it. Um, <laughs> well, just going from that, because I don't know if we have really time for a topic. Um, Jason, how, yes. How do you like? Do you want to go to Galaxy's Edge? How excited are you for Galaxy's Edge? I do want to go. I do yeah. want to go. Um, I'm a little disappointed that there's not really music because, you know, when I when I went to Tomorrowland um, during their their season of the force or whatever, mm. it was just really awesome to have star the Star Wars soundtrack playing 24 seven on a loop in that area. It That's was true. just yeah, it was really great. Um, but I do want to go. Uh, I do want to go. I want to experience it. But. I think I'm okay not going now. You no, know? I'm so sorry. Uh, I don't think no, 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 about it. Think, I, no, 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 I don't think no, you meant I, like because of you, Katie. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, I think I, I think I'm okay not going now and and waiting. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah for smart, a little yeah. bit. So I think I'm okay with that. Um, it, it, it's, uh, you know, it it opened and everybody had to go see it, and I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I'm not going to be able to for a while at the very least, you know, and and I think I'm. I'm okay with that now. You know, it's it's okay. Yeah. You know, it'll it'll still be there and it'll still you know be growing and changing. So we'll see what happens. Um, it's you know, and and it's hard to quantify something just from a description that you're getting from someone else when you want to experience it yourself. Um, but I. This interests me on a couple of levels. One, because you know, from the acting perspective, it's like, oh, this is a an actual Star Wars land. You know, mm. it's supposed to be actually in Star Wars. Everyone's supposed to be in character and all this stuff. And I'm really curious, in my own mind, to see how they pull it off um, and how well I think they do that. Um, but on the other hand, I'm like, but I'm going to a theme park, mm. and I want to see my other favorite characters too. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. You know, not just those who would be around, you know, on Batu at this time in the the saga. Yeah. You know, yeah. I want to see, you know, R two, yeah, Jar Jar, or yeah. you know, Yoda, or something like that. I want to mm-hmm. see the other heroes and villains. You know, Darth Vader walking around or something. You know, oh, straight up. Sorry, I'm gonna let you finish, but that was also it. Made me so sad that I couldn't see Phasma there. Like mm. Phasma is walking around Tomorrowland, but I couldn't see her over in Batu walking around with the other stormtroopers because she may or may not be in Episode Nine. You right. know what I mean? Like we don't. Yeah, and if she's not in episode nine, then we'll never see her on Batu because she canonically wouldn't be there. So it's like, that's a bummer, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'll I'll let you finish. Yeah. So yeah, you know, it, it's it's one of those things where I appreciate the attention to detail and the fact that this is supposed to be like an almost like literally like an in-universe experience. But on the one, on the other hand, I'm like. Can we kind of go halvesies on this <laughs> just a little bit, you know? <laughs> so, um, you know, just just because I want I want all my Star Wars there, you know, I want to yeah, be able to experience yeah. all of it. Um, and that's you know kind of where I had in my head to go with with my Star Wars land descriptions, but you know, kind of getting everything involved. But um, 
I, I still want to go. I still really want to go. I want to see it. I want to experience it. But, you know, I, I wish it was more, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure it will be. And I'm sure when you do go, you'll love it. Because, oh, yeah, I didn't even, like, build a lightsaber. And I know that's something you were really looking forward to. Yes. I really want to do that. That that will be an experience that I, I would love to do. So, um, yes. Saving money for that already. <laughs> so, what about you, Carl? Um, I'm not in any rush <laughs> at all, okay. to be completely yeah. honest. Um, I've yet, besides the Falcon, like, I am super excited about the Falcon, for sure. You know, yeah, I, I love it. I'm going to, like, lose my mind um, getting to be physically close to a full Millennium Falcon and getting to, mm-hmm. you know, walk through the hallways of the Falcon, sit in that cockpit. That will blow my mind. But everything else, I really don't care about. To be, I, I know that sounds really harsh, but I've not heard anything that makes me excited beyond the Falcon. And yeah. like, I'm, I'm, I, I just, I have so many like, uh, I don't want to be like the negative Nancy here, um, but like, don't care about a made-up Disney Star Wars planet like at all. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. all of its content has been given to us through books and stuff that I don't even want to read. Um, and now, to be fair, like I've had friends that have read the Black Spire stuff and have loved it. Um, I'm just I'm not even mildly interested in reading it. Um, you know, like I'm with you, Jason. I want a Star Wars land that encompasses the entirety of the saga, not Disney Star Wars only. Um, so, like, I don't feel like it's marketing. It's marketing it to a specific audience, and uh, I don't want to give them my money. <laughs> like, I, 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 I'm, it is I'm very just, expensive. It's so it expensive, and like. You know, and like just my own retrospective, like I don't plan to go to Celebration next year. Um, There's just so many things about Star Wars now that are just like give us all your money. And it's like I'm not giving you all my money. Like I'd rather do different Star Wars things. I'd rather go with Star Wars friends to like explore the Forest of Endor or save up the money to go up to Norway and like check out the, the Plains of Hoth rather than go to an crowded amusement park that like placates a very small part of my star wars, star wars fandom and I, I realize how critical i'm sounding right now and i don't apologize because it's just me being honest um but like yeah i don't i i really don't care if i get to galaxy's edge anytime soon um because besides yeah. the falcon there's nothing that really excites me like i um, I'd rather spend my money, go to LA and go to my friend's scum and villainy cantina bar that he opened where I can buy a Ooh. drink for a reasonable price rather than, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, spend a ton of money. Um, you know, and so like, I, th- I guess I'm, maybe this is me just coming across as cheap, which is fine. I mean, I don't have a ton of money. Um, <laughs> I, and none of us do like neither, n- yeah, none of no, us ha- like, yeah. are like loaded or anything, but I think there are other things to experience with star Wars that are more cost effective that can give you the same sense of wonderment. And there's, there's been nothing specific about galaxy's edge where it's like, Oh yeah, I got to get there. Um, you know, I think when it was first announced, I, and also like, to be fair, I've literally only been to one amusement park in my entire life, which was Disney. What's the one in Anaheim Disneyland. That's Disneyland. Yeah. 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 So I yeah. went to Disneyland back when they did celebration Anaheim in 2015 um, uh-huh. I went for a day with some friends when we were out there for celebration, and I, uh-huh. I had a great time. 
Um, it was my first and only experience of going to Disney and I had never been to an amusement park before. So oh, wow. like, and I think like if you grew up going to them, I think there's a different, different level of excitement that I just don't have. Oh, certainly. Um, yeah. And uh, so like, I, I just want to own that. Like, cause I know like I'm sounding kind of like a, like a butthead. Um, <laughs> but you know, like I really want to ride that Falcon, but other yeah. than, other than that, like I wish there was like a, like a, Millennium Falcon Pass, like you could go and just ride the Falcon and like go home and, yeah. um, you know, but, uh, but, but I'm with both of you. Like, I think over time, this, this land is going to evolve. It's going to, you know, it's not going to stay exactly as it is forever. Like that's, oh, certainly you know, not. like it, yeah. it's, it's still very, very young. Um, but yeah. you know, be that as it may, like it, it, it sounds neat, but you know, if, if I get to it in a decade, I'm cool with that. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So, you know, and, and the thing, you know, you, it really only focuses on a very small sliver of time in the saga. Not even like the full Disney star Wars stuff is, yeah. is represented here. You know, right. it's like, it's a very small sliver of time that this land is supposed to exist right now. And until, you know, the rise of Skywalker comes out, I don't know if that's going to change anytime soon. So, yeah. But no, yeah. you're right. I mean, though, we do know that Star Wars is very good at milking, you know, a, a very small sliver of time. Like, we have how much content for the space between, right. you know, A New Hope and The Empire Strikes Back? Like, that's like oh. two years. Yeah. And yeah. so much happens yeah. in those yeah. two years. It's uh, a very it, exciting two years. The, the joke the joke that I <laughs> yeah. heard from, from a friend, uh, Nathan Butler, um, with the old Legends canon, with the old, old Legends continuity, is that there was so much content packed into those three years that the <laughs> – Characters had no time to go use the bathroom, um, <laughs> and we are almost getting to that point, that critical mass with the new canon now too. You know, there's a lot oh, out sure. there. So yeah. <laughs> now I feel it. I I I do think the land was a lot of fun to explore. It was a lot of fun to discover. You know, when I say that it keeps you moving, you know that that is both a you know a downside and a plus because you know it does encourage you to keep like you know looking at looking for new things and discovering you know little stuff throughout the land. You know, so that was very cool. And you know, the gift shops. I mean, yes, they were gift shops, and yes, they were like you know, oh hey, buy the stuff. But they were also you know, you did feel like you were coming into this shop to kind of explore you know the wares and explore the lore. You know, like um, you know, there, there's all these holocrons up against the wall, and you can go and touch them and, and you know and feel them and interact with them. Like it was. It was very cool, and it did feel very personable and, and interactable in that way. Um, and the Millennium Falcon really did feel real. Not even just mm. the ride; I mean, the you know the um, the the set piece. You know, the big Millennium yeah. Falcon you could get your picture taken with it. You know, it made noises. It it belched steam. You know, like little little vents would open up and steam would pour out every now and again. You know, it, it really did feel alive in that way. It this is a land that does feel like it breathes. Which is really cool, um, but but yeah, like I said, I feel like it isn't quite finished yet. So I understand, like oh, I'm, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna at least wait until they open that second ride. I totally feel that. That's totally yeah. valid. Yeah, I hear you. Is it uh, is it a land that you would spend an you you could spend an entire day there, or is it more like a couple hours? You know, provided lines aren't too terribly long. Um. I don't. I don't know if I could spend a whole day there. Certainly not with the one ride, with just the Millennium Falcon ride. I don't think I could spend a whole day there. Maybe with 
two rides and a little more to do. You know what I mean? Like more okay. more characters walking around, more you know, more kinetic energy in the land. You know, droids roaming, mm. stuff to see. Yeah, I could I could probably spend a day there. As it is right now, no, I I spent a few hours there, and that that so, was it. You know, there so was there was just, still still just part of your Disneyland experience. You exactly. Know, it's not yeah. The full day. Okay. Yeah, it's not the full day for me. There, there's so much to do at Disney. I was like, um, I'm going to go ride Haunted Mansion again because I like <laughs> Jack Skellington and he's there right now. So if you hear things clattering, that's me dropping my chance cubes because I'm playing. <laughs> <with them>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. You know what? I forgot, though. Like straight up. I met up with one of our listeners while we were there. One of our Larians. I well, I okay, here's the thing. Okay, so her name's Megan. She's at Megan J. Wren on Twitter. I actually met her at um Star Wars Celebration. She came to my mall panel. She's really cool. She uh she cosplays um Eldra Katis, which is a Twi'lek who Darth Maul gets very close to in one of the comics, and I was just all like, You actually know who she is and you <laughs> cosplay her. I love you. So yeah, she's really cool. And and so yeah, we got to meet up down there. Uh she actually used to work at Disneyland, so she got to like tell me like lots of behind the scenes stuff. It was really fun. Like so shout out to Megan who listens to the show, like likes hearing my voice. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, Megan, That's you're amazing. Awesome. It was yeah, it was really cool to talk Star Wars with her. It, I I don't know. I really I really like talking about Star Wars with with you guys, of course. You know, with with lots of different people and and just being able to to meet with someone who who I click with on that level. You know, with like Darth Maul stuff was yes. like really awesome. Like because I, uh, I I rarely meet people who like Darth Maul as much as I do. <laughs> you know. So yeah, Megan was cool. We rode we rode the little mermaid ride together. We went under the sea. <laughs> under, under the sea. sea. Yeah, exactly. We got under ice the cream. sea. Under the sea. That was us. That was both of us. Straight up. Like <laughs> the ride got stuck for like 10 minutes. Like seriously, we were on that ride for a while. Just like talking about Star Wars, talking about whatever, just because the ride stopped. And for me, it stopped at this part. So they're telling the story of the Little Mermaid, right? While you're while you're on this ride, I was at the part where she turns from a mermaid into a person, and they show this to you with this little like you know animation on the wall of Ariel. She's naked and glowing, and I was just all like, "This is my view for the next ten minutes." Okay, <laughs> all right, like, all right, I'm not mad. No, really, I wasn't mad. I wasn't even a little mad. Like, it's a little awkward, but okay. Yeah, it was we'll... a little awkward. It was a little awkward because it was just like right there, right in front of me. Thanks. Like, all right, just gonna leave me here for ten minutes. Thank you. Oh man! Shout out to Megan for tolerating me on that ride. <laughs> right. Um, are we gonna want to? Do our our theme park discussion next episode, maybe? Uh, maybe uh, we'll, I don't yeah, know. We'll get to it maybe sometime. Um, yeah, we de- we unfortunately don't have time today. Um, yeah, sorry about that. Don't be sorry. No, no, it's fine. It's I think it's great because like there's so many people that are still really curious about Galaxy's Edge, and there's lots mm. of different perspectives. So I think oh, it's important to, to share yours. I mean, I, I I don't have one, so I'm glad that you <laughs> shared yours. Um, you know, I, I yeah, I just. Yeah, it's 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 really cool that they that we we have something like this. Um mm-hmm. but you know, and I know that there were like, you know, a couple of years ago when they first even announced that it was happening, 
you know, there, there were so many folks that were so excited and I've never been excited for it because again, like just going back to the reality that amusement parks have never really been a part of my life. So I was like, Oh, whatever. That sounds neat. I'll wait and see what it's like. And you know, everything I've heard so far is like, I'm definitely excited about the Falcon for sure. Actually really (laughs) quick question about the Falcon, Katie. Yeah. Is there a Cape closet? Dang, you know, I didn't get to look. Ah, I, nuts. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm really sorry, Carl. This is going to just break your heart. But Han Solo's bedroom was not part of the tour. No. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> oh, man. You, went, uh, so I'm, I'm you sure didn't walk by there, a room and Alden was just laying there? <laughs> Wait, what? You didn't walk by like a room in the Falcon and Alden's just laying there? Oh gosh! I I'd wish. settle for animatronic Alden. I don't even care. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my they god! They have the technology. They're okay. Straight up, there is an Indiana Jones ride mm. with animatronic yeah. Indiana Jones, and it's so good. Just grab, yeah, well, yeah, just grab one of those and put him on the Falcon. Yes. Yes. All they have to do is change his clothes. That's yeah. literally all they have to do. You know, yes. You know, you know that picture? Um, I'm trying to remember. Uh, somebody shared it where they got to meet Alden at the premiere of Galaxy's Edge. I think it was somebody from um, uh, Coffee with Kenobi. I, I could be wrong oh, about that. Cute. But um, but Alden's got that like adorable little hat on and like little uh-huh. sweater. I want I want that version of Alden. I don't even care about him being in his Han outfit. I want him just <laughs> like – I want Alden with a little like baseball cap on animatronic. I don't care. <laughs> and it can be well, like a I section mean, of the Falcon I, that's just called Alden and me. Um, Alden. <laughs> uh, that's going to be in Carl's theme park. Yep. Um, <laughs> bonus room. Yep. <laughs> um, bonus room. only for vips right um (laughs) (laughs) so um well now katie i really appreciate you giving us your your feedback and i and i love that like you know when you got back last week you you know you shared a lot with us and and it's interesting to like hear your thoughts kind of a week removed now too like Mm -hmm. um just like the evolution of of what the experience meant for you um and uh yeah i i'm so happy that you shared it with us yeah absolutely glad yeah. you yeah, glad you had the opportunity to go um it's definitely something i want to do eventually but i don't mind waiting a little bit so yeah that's fair totally valid yeah yeah um so i think i think that'll wrap this one up yeah um yeah so at a later date we will build a galaxy together um, yes, but it's important to 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 hear about Katie's galaxy uh, and the Galaxy's yeah. Edge experience. Um, <laughs> yes, you know that's 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 awesome. Yes, no, it's 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 really great. Um, all right, well, uh, I think yeah, we have a matchup, Carl. Yes, we Ooh. do. And this matchup was actually emailed to us uh, a few weeks ago. Um, and it's from Juliana and I love this matchup. It's, it's really fun. Um, it's a good old classic team up matchup. So, uh, Juliana came up with this, this, uh, this matchup of it's, it's a, it's a two verse two. So team one, Kylo and Ray versus Anakin and Ahsoka. Oh, so good. That's so good. 
I like this. <laughs> Me so like this. Maybe so like <laughs> we saw being friends. <laughs> Jason, I love that we both did the like little point, the little, the little point, pasta, yeah. like yeah. being friends. <laughs> yes, there we go. I had to take my headphones off to to do that because otherwise I shake them off my head. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, uh, but yes, uh, Kylo Ren and Rey versus Anakin Skywalker and Ahsoka Tano. I'm very excited for this matchup. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, Carl, if people want to weigh in on the matchup or maybe just share some of their Galaxy's Edge experiences, where can they do that? Well, you can, of course, find us on Twitter at Wampus Lair. Um, We are on Facebook at Wampus Lair Podcast. And you can email us at Wampus Lair Podcast at gmail.com. And Katie, where can folks find all of your wonderful musings? (laughs) You guys can find me on Twitter at Poe Hot Dameron. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, it's a fun time. Uh, Over there. Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's good. <laughs> All right. We got anything else we want to spit out there? Nah, I'm good. All right. Well, everyone grab a glass of blue milk. And uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Wampus Lair Podcast. This has been episode number 351. Build a Galaxy. Part one? Maybe? I don't know. Uh, for Carl and Katie, I'm Jason, and we'll see you next time here in the Wampus Lair. Bye.